the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock starts to kick back And yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that and feel like you in the game Playing for real, it's like royalty so NFL fans, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL Here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network Barely need to announce it at this point with our consistency, but the three-man booth is here. Myself, the Cowboy, joined by John D'Amato. How you doing, John? Hey, pretty good. I, I was hoping to get it in before the Thursday night game, so you guys would be in a better mood, but uh, we'll have to deal with it. Maybe I can cheer, cheer you guys up. <laughs> it's, all right. it's all right. It's all right, John. You know, whatever our preview was, would have probably been rosier than the, uh, than the actual outcome, so <laughs> all good. And you heard him laugh. Cowboy Senior. How goes it, Senior? Uh, it's all going well, except for last night. But we'll get over it. What are you going to do? We've had a lot of success. and uh, Basically, we just lost to a better team last night. So looking forward to a really good Sunday coming up. Probably uh, the best lineup we've had all year again. So let's get into it. we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, so let- Go ahead, John. Oh yeah, no, because last week we were dreading that it was going to be the worst, uh, you know, Sunday in history, and it turned out to be uh, pretty good. So maybe it was pretty good. It was was awesome, really. There was some excitement. There was some excitement. The, um, you know, the the importance of the games remained not high, but but there was but there was definitely some excitement. So as the guys alluded to, we are recording here on Friday afternoon. The Bills. Beat the Patriots 24-14 last night in the epitome of a game. I'm sorry, 24-10 in the epitome of a game that was not as close as the final score. They beat the Patriots pillar to post. The Patriots had one good offensive play the whole game. Probably sinks the Patriots playoff chances. The Bills, you know, they just did what they had to do. I don't think they really brought their their A offensive game. They just kind of controlled the clock once the game was in hand. And basically, we're just doing whatever they wanted. So it is what it is. As a as a Pats fan, like Senior said, we we have had a lot of success here, and Jason Tatum might win the NBA MVP, and the Celtics are the best team in the league. <laughs> so so the, so that's that always helps with the sting. But I did want to talk about something that's been kind of get, getting out there, and the the noise has been getting a little louder, and get you guys' thoughts. Brady back to New England. <laughs> it's it's I mean it's being talked about a bit to where it's does it maybe not just not just a not just a rumor right there could maybe be a little smoke here. As a Patriots fan, I'd love nothing more than for for Tom to come back for a season or two, a hundred percent in. Couldn't be more in. I love the guy. One last ride, Brady and Belichick. I say bring it. Senior. That would definitely be fun. It would definitely give us some juice going into next season. Um, I mean, I think, I think we'd be, uh, we'd be crazy to say that, Oh, here comes another Super Bowl, but it would definitely be fun. And it would definitely make us better. There's no doubt about that. So yeah, it would be very exciting. And also it'd be nice for him to finish his career right where he belongs. Exactly. I, I completely agree. And you never know. The guy's got some magic. They would make us considerably better because 
Mac Jones not playing well. Am I right, Chad? Yeah, uh, I, th- I think it would just be for the uh, sentimental reasons and to, to have him end the career in New England. But uh, uh, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of problems uh, other than your second-year uh, quarterback. Can, can you really like like points to to like one game where where you lost because of the quarterback situation? I, I see a lot of games where you know the defense gave up like 30 points. You let Fields run for 600 yards. Uh, and plus, not to beat the dead horse, uh, we we already uh, covered it many times, but uh, it's just it still stuns me that that Bills' uh, uh, procession plan for after McDaniel's leaving was to have a Judge and Patricia run the offense. That's that, that I, I mean I, I know if Brady comes back, it's it's not going to be under the under the Judge and Patricia running the offense. It's got to be something uh, done done there. But for a second-year guy, you guys are a little hard on Mac. And also, it was disheartening uh, last night to hear the, the the crowd was dead. It just sounded like a, like a 500 team that hasn't won anything. Uh, you know, it sounded like a, a, a like a Lions game or something. You know, a team that has just has no success. I mean, it's a little depressing. Yeah, John. You know, the Boston, New York, Philly fans. We don't accept. We don't, they don't accept, they don't accept mediocrity. <laughs> we don't. We don't. And yeah, I mean, it goes without saying. I think the, the biggest problem is the Patricia Judge combo. It's really come to a head last night with, with Mac <laughs> screaming on camera about throwing the ball downfield. And then it was Kendrick Bourne, you know, like openly questioned the play calling in the press. It see it feels like they they unsur- completely unsurprisingly easiest prediction maybe in the history of football that they they would not be good at this job but it seems like they potentially have lost the offense the players so they'll have to do something there right then yeah I mean you could you could point to a lot of things I agree that that's a, that's a disaster and maybe Tom and Josh both coming back would be would be nice. That's not out of the realm of possibility. And, uh, you know, you, you just look at they, They're just not helping the kid. You got you got those two clowns running the offense. You look at your wide receiving core and your number one. Is like a number three on a decent offense, really Jacoby at best. Right. On teams that have good, good wide receiving cores, he'd be an a decent number three, and he's the best that you're giving the kid. The offensive line is playing like a sieve. I mean, I, I feel for Mac. <laughs> I mean, he if he's part of the problem, it's a small part. I don't think there's too many quarterbacks that would be in their second year, especially winning winning with this in this situation. I mean, it's it's way beyond what you can expect from the kid. I still think he's, he could possibly turn into a solid NFL quarterback. We shall see. So, and, interesting. And also inter- the, uh, the, the misuse of, uh, of funds there. I don't, I don't see uh, – I, I was looking at the stats. I don't see you, – you're paying you two tight ends like the, like the Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. And I, don't, I don't see the production out of, uh, out of those tight ends there. No, I mean, between – you know, the, the two high picks they used on the tight ends in the same oh, year with the guys it. no yeah. longer on Another the team. And now yeah. the two big free agent signings, like between all of them, you don't really have like a top 20 tight end in in the NFL is, is, is tough. Yeah. Agreed, John. It is tough. So 
to talk about more uh, less depressing things. Let's take a look at the upcoming slate. So as we do here, we like to talk about games between teams with winning records. And I am counting. Wow. I got one, two, three, four, five. Yep. That could be a new high watermark for us. Yeah. So let's start right at the top. The reinvigorated Mike White-led New York Jets at 7-4 and four head to Minnesota to face the Vikings, who on this same field last week really got a lucky win. Everything broke their way against the Patriots. And we saw what the Patriots looked like last night. The Vikings have been doing it this way all season. We talk about it every week pulling games out of the fire. Me and John, this is, this is like a you pick them game to me. I, I think the Jets could go in here and get it done. What do you think? I I think so too. Uh, n- normally I would uh, favor the uh, the better defense, which is definitely the, the Jets. Uh, uh, the, you know, the Jets, you know, we, we've been saying it for the last few weeks, top three, five, whatever defense, they, they have a, a playoff, a Super Bowl type defense. And, and if their offense, you know, rolling, we'll see how White does against a, a little better team, although not much of a better defense. Uh, Vikings are soft the defense. But uh, uh, normally in this situation, I, w- I would go with the better defense, the, the Jets. But it, it just seems like the Vikings got some kind of mojo versus the AFC East this year. The way that, the, uh, like you said, breaks, it, all the breaks in the world over the Pats and the Bills and the the Dolphins game so uh, I think it's gonna be a tight one gonna come down to a, a fluky play at the end but uh Cousins at home one o'clock right, right in his wheelhouse is, <laughs> is, is gonna pull something out uh, in a tight one over over the Mike White Jets man I mean on paper I I kind of like the Jets John this is a yeah. Minnesota defense that gave up 380 yards passing to the guy we were just talk- talking about yep. Mac Jones a yep. week ago, I mean, long, long rest for the Vikings, which, which helps them. But I, I mean, I, I actually I think the, I think the Jets go in here and get it done. It all hinges on white. Right. Because, you know, the Jets oh, yeah. defense is going to show up. And I think if he can just not turn the ball over and move the ball, right, move the ball, just be like a below average NFL quarterback in this game that the Jets will get it done. Senior. Break the tie. Well, one of the, the the most interesting thing I want to look at in this game is what could be uh, Justin Jefferson and Sauce so, Gardner. They usually don't have Sauce move around with one receiver, but I think in this game you want to do it, right? I mean, that's they play the Vikings. What are you going to stop? I mean, he's he's the best receiver in football, and he just go. That part of the reason they win, they've won some of these games. It's, it's, he's he's always a big part of it, you know how they beat the Patriots. He he puts the Superman cape on quite often, you know the the unbelievable catch a few weeks ago. And I would love to see Sauce follow him around. I don't know if he's gone to, but that's that's definitely the matchup to watch in this game. Yeah. Um, tall, tall order for Sauce. I'm kind of you know I I want to lean. Com, everything I look at the game, I want to lean toward the Jets. But part of me says, you know we. We've all been doing it. John didn't do it this week, but we kind of pick against Minnesota a lot, and they always win. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's 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 crazy, but they win. But they 
I mean, it's not all luck, obviously. When you you can't you can't be lucky that many times. Their defense is definitely suspect, but they have a really good offense, a really good explosive offense. And I know the Jets have a solid D. But Rod, you saying it all hinges on White? I mean, we we called it that we were expecting him to play well last week. I mean, it's the Bears' defense. They make they make a lot of guys look good. I mean, he had like a perfect passer rating almost. Yeah, well, remember that great game he played his his first thought, and then he came back to reality. I mean, this is a guy that could be on any team in the league, right? I mean, anybody could have had him. I don't think he's that special. I think he could come down to earth this week. Um, I'm just, I you know, if you hold the gun to my head, I I gotta I gotta go with the team that's only lost two games. I think the Jets are still some question marks there, and. The Viking offense is always going to show up. They're outstanding. So, and, I, and I will be intrigued watching that, that Gardner matchup with Justin Jefferson. But if I have to pick a winner, I'm going to pick the, the Vikings. All right. I'm on, I'm on Sauce Island by myself. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad spot. Not a bad spot. Next yeah, up. It would, be, it would be better if it was Poirier hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Next up, we have teams moving in different directions, and I apologize for saying that, John, but it's the truth. We have Washington Commanders at 7-5, and five, heading to New York to play the Giants at 7-4. and four. I'll reserve my thoughts and pass it right to Giants Nation, John Delano. Well, no, never, uh, never stop from uh, telling the truth. Uh, I mean, the Giants already hit the over on the season uh, as far as victories, so... Playing, playing with house money, uh, but definitely they've come down to earth with the you know, teams that can know that all you got to do is stop uh, stop Jones to run and stop Barkley, and uh, that's pretty much the recipe. Uh, the, the commanders are on fire, playing well. They got it rolling, but uh, I think the worm turns a little here. The Giants uh, get a little rest uh, coming off Thursday. Uh, Daniel Jones, uh, one of the, the few teams he plays well against and has a winning record is, is the, the commanders. So uh, I'm going to go with the uh, I'm going to go with both trends to a uh, reverse a little and uh, the giant giants to pull one out and uh, get back on this uh, winning train and kind of kind of save the, the wild card season. There. Wow. All right. John, John, his own seven and four G men for one of the first times. all season. <laughs> He's trying he, he, the, the other way. wasn't working. So, it's, you know, uh, well, it's well, it was. It's I did pick the lions. I did pick the lions. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I figure he thinks he doesn't have to worry too much about the, uh, the mush being put on him by this, this, this week in the NFL, because he figures somebody's got to pick the commanders the way they've been playing. So he could pick his boys and feel safe about it. Yeah, it's a it's a it's it's a great divisional battle. I'm really looking forward to the game. Two two very good defenses, right? And the, the teams are not dissimilar either with the with the way they play, right? They both they both want to control the clock, run the ball, um, you know, look look for a big player to from the quarterback. It's just for for me it's a, the, the momentum, right? Like like does mean something. The Commanders have been playing very very well. And the Giants have had a couple of tough weeks in a row. And I, I just feel like the commanders are on a bit of a roll. So even even in New York, I do I do like them to pull out a close, low scoring game in like the 17-13 range. Senior. 
Yeah, I think uh, John can probably. Um, I'm a, I'm not a hundred percent sure on this, but John, following what's going on in Giantville more than me, are they supposed to get a couple of guys back from the uh, offensive line? That could yeah. Help yeah, definitely. And uh, Olajari uh, on, on the defense, uh, def- definitely got some reinforcements. Maybe Bellinger to tight end. So, so that, that could help. That, yeah, that was another reason why I went. Uh, I think, think a little health in the, uh, the extra couple of days. But, uh. Okay. That being said, me being the tiebreaker here, um, I agree with what Raj said that um, the two teams do play with the same philosophy. We're going to play solid defense. We're going to run the ball. We're going to keep the game close and we're going to try and make something happen, you know, where we, we play the last five minutes better and we pull the game out. And right now it's just magical with this guy, the way they play with them. So I think it's more likely that if the game plays out that way, that Heineke will make some, make some plays down the stretch to win the game. And it just seems like he's got some kind of a magic thing going now. So John, we're going to leave you on a very comfortable place for you. G Man <laughs> That's okay. As expected, they, they're favorites. So. <laughs> and Chase Young might uh, make his uh, debut. So. Yeah. All right. So next up, heading right down the list, also at 1 o'clock, we have the 7 and 4 Titans. Wow. Heading to Philadelphia to play the 10 and 1 Eagles. The Titans coming <laughs> off a tough loss. To the Bengals, where we, I believe we had all picked, or Senior, did you pick the Bengals? I think you, I think. Yes, you did. I did. Very, very proudly. So Senior was on <laughs> Bengals Island. Bengals win a hard-fought 2016 game against the Titans. It was a very, very good game. Good job, and Senior. Philly. Joe Cool. With, with like a, what was like very, a very impressive, yet really unimpressive win against Green Bay, where they ran for... I think it was over like about 350 yards. Yeah. Hertz over had 100, three, over 360. Uh, wow. Hertz had 100 yards rushing in the first quarter, and yet somehow, I mean, Green Bay hung in the game and hung 33 on this Philly defense. The 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 dead in the water Green Bay offense hanging 33 on Philly a little bit of a little bit of a red flag. The game's in Philly. I'll go first on this one. <clears throat> the, the the Eagles, I feel like, are on a little bit of a a little bit of a downswing. They've had a few unimpressive games in a row, and I know I know it's tough to say it was unimpressive with that rushing performance. But Green Bay sucks. Green Bay is not a good team. They shouldn't have been in the game at all. So not not a great performance by the Philly D, um, especially when you consider the matchup here against Tennessee, where. A.J. Dillon last week, who is a deceased man's version of <laughs> Derrick Henry. I mean, the, the guy literally hadn't had a good game all year. And he was he was running like a, like like a prime Earl Campbell against against this Philly defense. I mean, to me, and I pick the Titans a lot. I like the Titans as a team, and maybe it's crazy to pick them in Philly. But, like, the way the Eagles' defense is playing, this feels like the worst possible matchup. A team with, with Derrick Henry, who has had a couple of off games in a row, where generally that doesn't hold, where 
I think I think the Eagles defense might not be able to get them off the field. And the Titans defense is a pass funnel defense. And it's not that the Philly can't pass because they can. But if I'm picking against Philly, I'd rather have them playing a defense that's really good against the run than really good against the pass and horrible against the run. So for those reasons, I like Tennessee to go into Philadelphia and get a victory. And I'm going to call my shot. Derrick Henry rushes for over 200 yards in this game. Because if A.J. Dillon can do what he did, Derrick Henry can do three times that. Senior. Yep, it really is an intriguing game. And that that was incredible. At 360 yards rushing, what an indictment on that Packer defense. What a bunch of dogs. <laughs> but... Um, Tennessee's Tennessee's defense obviously they're not going to give up 360 yards on the ground and uh, Philly as, as great a year as Hurts is having he's not a guy that wants to throw the ball 35 40 times in the game they, that's just not the way they play they're going to try and run it and a lot of it is him running it's not a conventional running attack but they do they do run the ball well Tennessee's stout against the run I think Philly's defense is having some problems and this Derrick Henry could expose them. I'm, I'm going to agree with a lot of what you said. I don't know if he's going to rush for 200 yards, but I don't think Philly's going to score 30-some-odd points on the Tennessee D again. With Tennessee coming off a loss, a tough loss, a hard-fought loss, Henry being shut down last week other than that one swing pass where he fumbled near the goal line, but that was his big play. They held him to two yards a carry beside, as, a, as far as rushing goes. That's not going to happen with the Philly defense. I think... Tennessee comes out really inspired. They kind of need the game now. And Tennessee wins a close game. All right, John. Oh, come I mean, on, guys. You, you got to pick Philly. Uh, come on, guys. We'll just lock uh, it in. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I, I like the Titans too, man. Especially, I, I like uh, Vrabel's uh, team after a tough loss. Uh, and uh, to, to a lot of the points you make, where you know the Eagles giving up, uh, you know, large chunks on the ground. I think the Titans are going to be a little salty because uh, the way that game ended, I hated to see that the guy took a dumb penalty where, you know, right. where, where, where we allowed the Bengals to just, uh, to, you know, to clock it out. Where uh, it would have been nice to see, uh, you know, the Titans go for go for the tie to try to send that game into overtime. So, uh, to, yeah, to a lot of you guys' points, uh, Eagles looking a little soft on on defense and. Uh, and uh, and I like the Titans coming off a loss. I like Rebel uh, make adjustments coming off a loss. So Titans in a tight one. Plus the Eagles, uh, you know, got a two-game cushion. So there's a little more urgency on the uh, on the Titans. We we love so. we love the Titans on the show. Seniors usually the guy who goes the other way. John, I think me and you pick the Titans every week. Um, but Philly only a four and a half point favorite at home, which is telling. So. King Henry gets it done. We all look like geniuses. More likely, Philly wins 30-7. to 7. We all look like idiots. Yeah, the mush. <laughs> but damn, come on. Again, all these 1 o'clock games, man. You know, they, 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 God forbid they, they couldn't flex out Colts. You can't, you can't take the Cowboys off a of Sunday night. Uh, oh, look at the Cowboys. Yeah. You've so, got two man. of the best matchups of the season at 4 o'clock. You, you yeah. could have easily... That would those it would have been a great flex. Ah, but you can't. Nah, you can't touch the Cowboys. It's Jerry, America's, yeah. America's team. Uh, 
yeah, especially a game they should probably win easy. So oh, yeah. also at one o'clock before we get into the, the next games of teams with winning records, um, there there is one other storyline. Uh, Deshaun Watson will make his uh, initial appearance for the Browns after after his suspension, you know, leaving the the issues around <laughs> or you know, the not off the field issues aside. Uh, the Browns with a nice win last week. I think some. I think I predicted that one, didn't I? Yeah. Didn't I? Yeah. yeah so the Browns go in. You patted the Browns. on the back. Uh, yes. <laughs> the Browns uh, beat Tampa Bay. It was it was a nice win for them. Um, four and seven. They're not totally completely dead in the water in the playoffs. They probably have to run run the table. Um, nice soft touch for Watson in his first game backs at at the Texans, uh, the doormat Texans. Uh, I just, I just wanted to bring it up because it does make one of these under 500 teams. Um, it obviously improves them, improves them as a team. And, you know, with, with all that said, I think I speak for the three of us where I hope the Texans win the game by 30 points. <laughs> yeah, the less said about the, the, the better. Yeah, all right. It's going to be a real circus, you know. Just, I just wanted to point this out. I don't know if you guys heard this. I heard today the Texans are bringing in. They're going to have 10 of the women who accused them. <laughs> they're going to be at the game. Yeah, yeah, I'd see that. Let's move on. So we have um, at 4.05, we have Dolphins at 49ers. So the 8-3 and three Dolphins heading to San Francisco against the 7-4 and four 49ers. The Niners coming off <clears throat> great defensive performance against the Saints. They shut them out 13-0. Kind of a tough offensive performance for them. Also, they lost they lost Elijah Mitchell in this game, which um, he was kind of getting half the carries at this point. So it, is, it is a loss for them. And playing against against Miami, who drubbed the aforementioned Texans 30-15 to in a game they were ahead 30-0. to Miami flying high can make a case that's you know top three offense in the NFL. San Francisco complete team playing playing very well, and as we talked about last week, senior, this is kind of the first you know first real test for this 49ers team at home. If you're if you're really if you're really the Super Bowl contender out of out of the NFC or one of the top two, this is a game that you this is a game you you pull out at home, in my opinion. I don't know if they're going to, but I'd love your I'd like your thoughts. Well, the, the thing that's that everyone's intrigued with is to see the Miami offense on the field against the the great San Francisco defense. It's it's an incredible matchup when that's happening. I mean, what would I'm hearing the pundits when they talk about the San Francisco defense? I mean, to me, they're like a pack of wild dogs. They pursue all over the place, but they talk about how much speed they have on defense. Well, if that doesn't make for an interesting matchup, because when you say the word speed in the NFL, the first thing you think of is the Dolphins' offense and their receivers, especially, and their running backs, really, especially uh, Mostert is really fast. That's the other intriguing part of this game is it's Mike McDaniels who, you know, got play, playing against the 49ers and the two running backs, Mostert and Jeff Wilson, playing playing against the 49ers. D. So there's there's all kinds of storylines here. And your other one saying it's, it's the big test for the 49ers. The other side of the ball, 
is fairly interesting too because you've kind of bashed Cowboy. You've kind of been bashing the Miami defense most of the season, and they seem to be playing better the last few weeks. They, I'm not saying they're uh, they're they're a, they're a top five defense, but they've been playing respectable on defense, good enough to support the offense that they have. And the San Francisco offense, with all its weapons and everything, last week was a disappointment for them that they could only put 13 points off. I mean, it, I mean, it was an incredible performance by the D, but that offense should do more. And I'm, I'm looking at it saying, what's the problem? They've got, they've got all the skill position players. There's no doubt about that. So is the issue play calling? Is it offensive line play or is it Jimmy G? I don't know. But I think that offense can be better, and I think they will be better this week. And I think the 49er defense is so good that Miami's not going to be able to score a boatload of points on them. And I I see the 49ers winning a close game. I'm going to say 23-20 to49ers in a really good game, a classic matchup. All right. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good game, too. The Niners, I mean, I'm sorry, the Dolphins, D, saying they're playing better. I mean, they they played the Texans, who... The last, the last few weeks, they've played better. They they haven't been a sieve on defense. No, it's two weeks. They had a bye. They had a bye the previous week. The week before that, they only gave up 17 to Cleveland. And the week before that, they gave up 32 to the Bears. Okay, so it's the last couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, and they didn't give up any points on the bye week. They did not. They did not. So it's uh, <laughs> it's a real interesting game. I, I if you think I th- I think the the Dolphins defense is the key to the game. So senior, if if in my opinion, if what you're saying is right, where their their defense is going to play a decent game, I just think that Miami offense is so good that. They're going to score points. They're like the Chiefs in a lot of ways, in my, in my opinion, where like like the Niners are going to have to put up 24 points to have a chance to win the game, in my opinion. So if the Dolphins defense has is, is truly improved, right, like that could be a tall order. I don't know that that's the case. I think the game's a bit of a shootout. I thought – you. Know, the, the Niners offense didn't play good last week, but the, like, I mean, the New Orleans offense also like very clearly posed no threat at all throughout the game. The defense completely controlled the game. So, you know, I give, I give them a little bit of a pass for that. I think they'll be able to score points on Miami. I, I agree with you senior that this could, this is going to be, this is my game of the day. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch and, you know, probably surprise you, but I will, I will pick the Niners. 33-30. We both got them winning by three. Just uh, you see it more high scoring than I do. Interesting. Yep. John. Ah, oh, come on, man. I hate to do it, but uh, I always go with the, the 49ers. Uh, yeah, I always go with the the better defense. So I'm I'm gonna lean towards the Niners. And also, you stole a little uh, of my thunder, Roger, because uh, you you were getting on like senior for. Uh, you know him being high on the Niners, and and you like tore apart the the Niners' cake schedule that they they pretty much only beat up beat beat the uh, quality wins were Chargers and uh, Seahawks, and the rest were dregs. But uh, Miami 
you know, very impressive. Got off to that three and zero. New England, Baltimore, Buffalo, boom. You know, th- that established them as contenders. But since then, especially these last four games, they beat the Steelers, Lions, Bears, Cleveland, and Houston. <laughs> not not exactly murderers row. So I, I think uh, this step up in com in competition is going to be a shock. They you know they haven't played played this good a team in in a couple months, and uh, I, I think that's gonna that's gonna get him uh, a close game. I'm with you guys. Uh, a close game, but uh, I'm going to lean towards the Niners. Another thing to watch, John, last week when the left tackle Armstead went down. Yeah. Boy, the, the, Houston almost came back. Down, yeah, Houston he almost, went down, Tua uh-huh. dropped back the pass eight times after he went down and got sacked four times. Yeah, they and couldn't put Houston away. It doesn't look like he's going to play. Yeah. So that's huge. That is huge, especially against this defense. Yeah. <laughs> like they got, they got to, they got to, I know Tua gets rid of the ball quick, but um, yeah, they got to give them some time to throw the ball. So that's, it's an intriguing matchup all the way. I love, I love that Niner defense. I, I don't, I mean, you're, you're saying 33 30. I'll be, I'll be shocked if they give up 33 points. It's a really good offense. Really difficult to stop with those two receivers. But in Jeff Wilson revenge game, as well, don't don't discount it. <laughs> oh, these running backs who could keep track of them. <laughs> All right, and our last game, which 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 could also be game of the day, oh, yeah. is Kansas City, the Chiefs, nine and two. Patty Mahomes, runaway favorite for MVP right now, going to Cincinnati to a seven and four Bengals team that seems to finally have their shit together. And gets Jamar Chase back. Awesome game, John. What are your thoughts? Uh, the, the Bengals uh, have kind of had the Chiefs uh, mojo, and, and the Bengals in general uh, really showing heart, get, pulling out these close games. Uh, they, they show that if it's close in the fourth quarter, they, they don't they don't make the dumb penalties, uh, and, and they got Burrow, and uh, and they they always make the win and play and. Uh, um, I, I think, uh, you know, the, the Chiefs are going to treat this as a, as a revenge game from uh, last year. But uh, I, I like the way the Bengals are playing. Uh, and they run the ball a little little better. That, that gives them an advantage. And even though the Chiefs picked up uh, Melvin Gordon, uh, uh, who who'll probably, do, you know, improve them, uh, everybody comes to the Chiefs and, and does great things. But, uh, you know, unfortunately for the Chiefs, it looks like uh, Kadarius Toney is going to be out and, and, uh, and a surprise. Uh, so he's not going to be able to, you know, make those dynamic plays to help their offense. And uh, I'm going to lean towards the Bengals on this. Another tight one. Uh, and the Bengals pull it out. Keep that mojo going over the Chiefs. Uh. All right. Bengals over Chiefs. Senior. Yeah, the Bengals were impressive last year. Uh, I, something that I hop on a little bit is that that, that Bengal defense is underrated. They don't get much attention. But I, against the run last week, that was unbelievable. I mean, I I think Henry got in the vicinity of 35 yards rushing on like 17 carries, which I mean nobody does that to Henry, and it's and it's not like they they like the week the week before when we were saying um, who the heck was it the Bengal to Tennessee that he passed all over because they put the whole defense in the box to stop Henry. They didn't have to do that. They played standard D, and they stopped Henry. And they were a solid D, but 
stopping the Chiefs is a whole different different can of worms. And if I if I'd be rooting for the Bengals, John, where you saying that they the Chiefs signed Melvin Gordon, I don't think he's going to dress from what I'm hearing. But if he does, mm-hmm. I would love to see him getting the ball in the red zone a few times because all he does is fumble down there. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that that could be advantageous if he if he plays, but uh, I I think this game comes down to the wire, and either one of these quarterbacks getting the ball with a minute two minutes left and a chance to win it would probably do it. I mean, obviously, um, Mahomes is the best in the business, and he gets the ball like that, and you don't stop him. But Burrow. Is, is has the clutch gene about as much as any quarterback you're ever going to see. So I, I'm going to pick the Bengals to pull it up, pull out a close game. They're a thorn in this team's side. They're riding high. The Chiefs can kind of afford to lose. They'll be okay. They 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 could lose this game, probably run the table after, and they still get the number one seed in the AFC, no problem. So, and the Bengals are kind of they're they're on a high right now. They're on a roll and. They've got a little psychological thing on the Chiefs, so I'm going to pick the Bengals. Joe Cool. All right, so this is an easy one. You guys made it even easier. I'll just go by myself, get myself a nice little beach chair, nice little, uh, nice little, you know, non-alcoholic pina colada, kick my, kick my feet up, little, 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 uh, little suntan lotion, and make make some room on Mahomes Island. <laughs> so I think I think an underrated aspect of this game is the um the last time they played where the um the Chiefs blew that lead to the Bengals, which you know handed the horrible Rams the Super Bowl on a, on, a, <laughs> on a silver platter. You know they want this one back. Um I think they're gonna be really up for this game. And it's just, I can't, I, I do think the Bengals are playing better. I don't, I don't think they'll be able to really stop the chiefs at all. And I guess you could say the same thing where it could be a crazy shootout that the Bengals win. But like we've said in the past, Chris Jones playing at that level where he's making, making a couple of big plays a game against that Swiss cheese Bengals offensive line. It's just the the game just screams to me. Chiefs domination. So I'll just say a 14 point victory for, for Kansas city and Mahomes, you know, maybe being a little arrogant about the win. <laughs> so big, big revenge game. That was a rare game where his turnovers uh, you know, costed him like the one in his career. Right. Lilo, right. Lilo. Oh, he played, he played probably the worst half of his whole career. Yeah. Just at the wrong time, you know he wants that one back. Yep. I I would be cool. really surprised if the Bengals win this game. Uh, we shall see. It's it's going to be a lot of fun to watch, especially with yeah. with Chase uh, coming back. It's too yeah. so too bad that it's at the same time as Miami and San oh, Francisco. Yeah. Oh, man, it, it, it that's so it's so great, but they they so should have flexed one of those two games. I'd be so excited. Senior, you know, by, by all means, if you want to hop in the car, we got two big screens. We can, I'm going to watch them both at the same time. We got, I got, there the, you go. I got the, the ticket on one and then regular TV on the other. And 
You know, we're just going to strap in. And unfortunately, you know, the other four o'clock game is not a bad game either, but it's not going to get a whole lot of run. The Chargers going to Vegas to play the Raiders. So the um, the Chargers coming off of I'm sorry. I clicked off the screen here. Coming off, yes, the one point victory over the over the Cardinals who can't get out of their own way. Um, so it's a nice win, nice win for the Chargers. It was one of those games, like I know it worked, but usually, like I, I just don't, I don't really like Staley as a coach. So the way the for those who yeah. didn't see the game, um, the Chargers scored a scored a touchdown down seven with whatever it was, twenty seconds left or something, and went for two they got it and they they got it easy being honest it was a horrible defensive play by the uh, by the cardinals but john isn't usually like the the rule of thumb here that if you're the better team you play for overtime whereas if you're in like that jacksonville situation right where jacksonville did the yeah. same thing to baltimore jack baltimore is the better team so jacksonville you try to win the game right then yeah, nothing to lose, but uh, yeah, Staley. When it comes to that, yeah, I can't call it. He make he he makes up his own uh, thing there. Uh, well, and this time, you know, you can't argue with the result. But here's the odd thing of that on Sunday. That how how many times in one Sunday? I don't think I've ever seen it where three times on the same Sunday a team had to make that decision. Three made the right decision because they all won. You had Jacksonville and uh, San Diego going for two, and then you had Josh McDaniels not going for two, playing for the overtime, and he wins. So they all got it right. Yeah, it's crazy that it worked, but I, not exactly an impressive performance by the Chargers. Uh, James Conner got his first 100-yard game as a, as a Cardinal, went for a buck 20. Um, the Cardinals are not playing good football, and I mean they really had that game, and then kind of gave it away, which is not a huge surprise. And then you have the the Raiders on the other side with a a real nice uh, victory at Seattle in what was probably like the most entertaining game of of the day, forty to thirty four. Josh Jacobs looked like Bo Jackson, two hundred and twenty nine <laughs> yards rushing and an eighty six yard touchdown to win the game. Um, the Seahawks didn't played fine on offense, which everybody does against the Raiders, but definitely a step back over the last few weeks for their, for their defense where Gino, we love him here, but you know, all the losses mounting up kind of takes him out of that MVP conversation. He's still having a very good year, but this is an interesting game. And I mean, I really personally, with the way the way the Raiders ran the ball last week and have been all season, and the Chargers just pathetic, horrible run defense, and then the Chargers injuries and offensive line issues again. The Raiders have you know Max Max Crosby is you know one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. Even though their defense stinks, he can get after the quarterback a little bit. The Chargers don't really have a running game. They don't they don't really run the ball in Vegas. I feel like this is the. I feel like it's a like on paper. It's a pretty clear. It's pretty clear the Raid the Raiders should win this game, and I'm going to pick them to win this game. Senior. 
That all sounds good. The, the Raiders do find ways <laughs> to lose games too. And you're saying Crosby's going to be after, you know, he's got he's going to he's going to have his pass rush going. Well, everybody gets in the backfield this year against their offensive line, but I still see them scoring. I think I think it's going to be a lot of points in this game both ways. I see Herbert still being able to get things done against that defense. And Jake Jacobs is iffy as to whether he's going to play or not. And, and the crazy thing, if you, the, the story of last week's game where he ended it with that 86-yard run, he had, he had injured his calf, and he had to talk his way back into the game. They didn't want to put him back in. And he goes he goes in, and they injured calf, and he, they said he uh, they showed it, he ran like 21 miles an hour or something on that play, so it's all crazy. And you talked about his rushing, but also his, how about his receiving? I mean, I think he had about 80 yards receiving as well, and he made a few catches that would have made the best wide hands wide receiver proud. He, he, he really played an unbelievable game. The guy had, had the total game of his life. I mean, he's had a really good, he's had a very, very good season. It's not like it yeah, came out this, of nowhere. This game was, this was ridiculous. But yeah, the Chargers run defense has been bad all year. So, and I mean, he's he, most he likely, be able to get some, even if he doesn't play, they should be able to run the ball. He's going to play. I would be super surprised if he doesn't play. They still have, they still have a chance and they're a talented team. He's, he practiced every day this week. I, 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 I've been following that for, for reasons. Um, All this being said, I, I think the Chargers win a shootout. I'm, I'll go with Justin Herbert in a shootout over Derek Carr in a shootout. So, shootout. Right. This, this, here's your 33, 34-31 game. So, like the other side of that coin, Senior, to kind of call back to something we talked about a few weeks ago, is if... If the Raiders beat Geno by six, that means they beat Herbert by at least ten. <laughs> okay, we'll see. <laughs> John, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna go Raiders. Uh, uh, both these teams are, you know, kind of the same talent. They they tease you and they disappoint. It's set up like if the Chargers win this, uh, you know, there are. They, they might be fighting for for a wild card. This is set up for them to disappoint, uh, to lose, uh, you know, a tough high-scoring game versus versus division rival because of a stupid, uh, you know, it'll be because of a dumb decision by Staley or, you know, some weird play, uh, you know, some weird turnover. They'll blow a lead or something, something like that. I'll go with the Raiders. John, am I crazy that? Do you think there's any any chance in hell that the Raiders could make a run at the playoffs? No, you're not crazy. I think we went over last week. The kind of a soft schedule, and hey, they got the talent, and they they should be seven and four, pretty much. And I mean, it's not not they 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 blew three uh, seventeen, yeah, three seventeen point leads. They they blew. But but with seven losses now, they're not in the NFC. They're in the AFC. They would almost have to win out. Yeah. To get in. I don't. I don't know. Nine and eight's going to. I don't think nine and eight's going to get in in the AFC. I don't see that. I don't see them winning out with. I don't. You no matter what their schedule looks like with that defense. Uh, It would be. It it would be pretty shocking. Nine and eight might. Nine and eight might do it. You never know. So they have. I mean, they have like, and I hate to call the Patriots an easy game, but it's Chargers, Rams, Patriots, Steelers. For the next four, those are all winnable, and then it's home for the Niners, 
So senior, that's the game. That's a tough one. They play and, Kansas City the last week of the season, but I think there's a good chance Kansas City yeah. isn't playing anybody in that game. Yeah, but but the games you said are winnable. Take a look at the way the Raiders have played this year. Those games are all losable too. Oh, yeah. definitely. Oh, when you're four and seven, yeah, you're four and seven. You could lose to anybody. But... Yeah, it's just I thought I saw it. You know, I just they kind of did this last year where they remember they they made the yeah. run the run late and the, I mean the they're real game. real real especially on offense. I mean they're really talented. Like yeah. so, like I don't know. It's like every week Devonte Adams makes some ridiculous catch that like, I don't know. It's like he's got like a Velcro on his body. I don't know if you saw the one this week. The defender. The defender had him by the left wrist and just like was just holding on to his left wrist. And he just like caught the ball pinned between like his bicep and forearm. Yep. It was like like the most. I mean, with Wallet, it could really be dominant. But, you know, injuries are part of it. Everybody has injuries. But, they, they, you know, that, that that's three studs right there with, you know, Jacobs, Waller and, uh, and Adams. But right. there's the other side of the ball. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I just of these teams that are kind of no hopers, I think that they they at least have like a, a snowball's chance. Right. Kind of similar to like, you know, the Lions in the in the NFC also at four and seven and to your point, senior, it might be easier to get in with that with at nine and eight. But it wouldn't would they've been playing well. Wouldn't shock me if they uh, they went on a little bit of a run. All right. So let's take a look at some of the other action here. I think we may. I, I wanted to. Uh, I, I just want to add that you know, we we glossed over the uh, the one o'clock game, but the in uh, two teams that uh, an early 2023 shitty Jade prediction that'll lose your money. The Lions, Jaguars, two teams that'll make the playoffs next year, and it's going to be an entertaining game, even though they're both four and seven and and out this year. But that should be an entertaining game. Oh, definitely. And Lawrence finally showed. Something yeah. last week. I mean, that he real like he's like that was far and away his best drive and his best yep. game in in the NFL. Where yeah, you know, like did did something click for him? Because I, I've never been so confident in anything as them getting that two point conversion. He was oh, yeah. hot, 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 like hot, like he looked like Peyton Manning <laughs> out there. Yeah. And we can talk about we can talk about the team they played too. But yeah, so we have Jaguars at Lions, both fun teams in Detroit. I guess if I said what I just said, I kind of have to pick the Lions to win the game. <laughs> so um, this has shootout potential as well because the Lions defense not very good, nor is the Jags, and both good offenses. But I'll go I'll go Detroit. Senior. Yeah, I like the Lions better too. I li- I like the way they fight. I like the way they run the ball. The defense is terrible. That's <laughs> that is true. But there's I have more to like about the Lions than the Jaguars. I mean, it's an interesting game. It's a close game. Two teams that are up and coming. I'll take. I'll I'll go with you and the Lions. Johnny can break the tie. The defense played better. It's not a tie. Johnny against can Buffalo. make it no tie. Make it the, no the, sweep. The, to to be fair, their defense did play has been playing a little bit better. Play they played okay against Buffalo, considering the opponent. Yeah, this is true. This is true. All right, John. Uh, Lions. Yeah, although I like the uh, you know you know the Jags too, but a clean sweep. Uh, I, th- I think the Lions, but it'll be an entertaining uh, game. Uh, two teams Senior. on the up. 
senior, that ridiculous cat noise you just made could have gone for either team. You realize either way, this is true. We got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go. I'm just going to run through the games. Steel. I mean, there's a lot of interesting games this week because even this one, like Steelers oh, at Falcons. Um, Steelers coming coming off coming off the victory. So against Jeff Saturday and the. So I think Saturday thinks that that you get extra he's got extra timeouts for the uh, Cowboy game. If you don't use him, you get him the next game. You get to keep him. Tough look for old Jeff there, and tough look for Matt. I think that's what Ursay told him when they were having drinks, uh, you know, in the bar. He he said, "Oh, save your timeouts because you get to use him in the Cowboy game." Kenny Kenny Pickett's playing a little bit better, (laughs) and Atlanta Atlanta coming off a tough, hard fought loss to the. To the WFT, I'll pick the Steelers. I don't think Atlanta keeps letting me down. The Steelers, I think, are on like a mini mini upswing. They're playing better. Their defense is playing better. I think they'll be able to. I think they'll be able to move the ball against that Falcons defense. So, Steelers on the road in a mini upset. Senior. Uh, Falcons seem to be trending down. Steelers played a better game last week, but it was against the Colts. You know, another thing you were talking about the Saturday thing and another thing that he, he was kind of applauded for. And I kind of agreed with it, but this shows you the fact that it was this big positive that he reinstated Matt Ryan. This shows you how bad Ellinger was. Yeah. Because if you watch that game, we were forgetting how bad Ryan had been. I mean, he looked, he looks pitiful. He looks like, like a guy who should be retired like yep. a guy who and you think of how you know he was a re, he was a good quarterback but he he looked like yeah, he, he lost a quick along. he can't yeah, throw he the ball downfield he's he, he looks almost shaky on his legs but he's still better than ellinger so <laughs> you know so it's a win for the steelers last week but big freaking deal against that team I'm, I'm not real pleased with picking Atlanta they were they were playing well earlier in the year and they seemed to take be going on a downspin but no better team to turn it around against there's no way I'm picking the Steelers to win so Falcons all the way <laughs> all right John break the tie I'm going Steelers and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, piss off my uh, my co-hosts uh, doubly here I, I predict the Steelers will wind up with a better record than the Patriots Oh no no no! <laughs> We're not gonna be chatting it up this weekend. I think I'm gonna be banned. From, yeah, you know, uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta tell I it can... like it is, John. The Patriots <laughs> do have a difficult schedule the rest of the way. <laughs> they they fight for Tomlin hard. Uh, so I think his streak of uh, he always had a winning record. I, I think they're gonna fight for that, and and they may get to it. Go oh, Falcons. They got to win this game. <laughs> All right. Next up at one o'clock, the uh, the team that the Jaguars beat, really, really not playing well, especially offensively. The Ravens at yeah. home have the the mini buy, as they call it, playing Russell Wilson. Let's ride Denver Broncos, the laughing stock of the NFL. So, I mean, I, I thought who was it? No, it was RG three. RG3 said that the Wilson move, if things don't improve, and it's tough to see them improving, goes down as the worst move, the worst personnel move. If you take into account the trade 
plus the money after plus the long-term money contract after the trade, the worst personnel move in NFL history, which I, I, I think I agree with. What a, can you imagine being a fan of that team? What a disaster. The defense is yelling at him deservedly. So it's, it's a mess. It is an absolute mess and they are, they are married to him and it is ugly. So as, as poorly as I think the Ravens are playing on offense and the Broncos have a good defense as usual, I don't think Denver gets to 17 probably doesn't get to 10 Ravens win in your, this is a game nobody wants to watch because it's just horrible game of the day. John. Uh, Ravens all the way, but uh, but as far as all the the Russell Wilson, the the jokes, et cetera, when they made the trade, no, no nobody uh, nobody said it then, so it, it, it's you know it's easy to pile on now. But when they made the trade, everybody's like, oh, the Broncos are going to contend, and uh, you know they're going to take the division with those receivers. You know everybody's all on on Russ, so you know and, until they saw him play the the first couple of games, so it's easy to pile on now. It's you know nobody if if you didn't no, say I mean we didn't, didn't know say, if you didn't say when they first made the trade you know ease up with with all the jokes and stuff but how can but, you how could I mean you how you could, it would be very difficult to see like it looked like he was slipping for the Seahawks and not oh, this bad, yeah. people said it wasn't a maybe maybe it wasn't a good deal but not how could level, how yeah. could anybody how could anybody predict that he would turn into I mean he's literally not an NFL quarterback. But but I do have good news. Uh, the, the the Christmas Day game at four thirty is uh, Broncos and Rams. So spend time with that family you love. You even spend time with that family you hate. But whatever you do, just uh, you don't watch Broncos Rams uh, on Christmas. Uh, there's a lot of NBA on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even like a game that people care about for fantasy because the offenses suck so bad. Nobody has yeah. anyone. Senior, Ravens. Uh, if you remember last week when I said I pointed out the Ravens schedule and I said they're probably going to win all these games until the Cincinnati game, the last game of the year, and they're going to ride into the skin to playoffs with a high seed. But I thought they would be a paper tiger and get knocked out in the playoffs early. Well, I thought that they were going to win these games and right out of the shoot, they lost. <laughs> they lose to the Jags. So I'm not that impressed with the Ravens at all. But the Broncos are putrid. So, yeah, of course, Ravens win this game easy. Let's ride. Let's ride. Sorry, John. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I... What's the matter? You got to call You got to call it. You got to call it out after the fact in some cases. The Broncos have had bad luck with quarterbacks. You think? Yes. But, like, I mean, they really, like, I mean... If you go all in like that, you open yourself up to criticism. If it works out this horribly, it's not like the guy's hurt, right? I mean, yeah. like they, these guys, in theory, should know more than me sitting on my couch watching the game. Watching Who, the who's game. had worse luck with, with quarterbacks, the Broncos or the Colts? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> another JAD prediction, 2023, uh, Rodgers to the Colts. At least the Colts bring the guys in at the end of the career, and they only have to pay uh, him for one year. Yeah. The Broncos brought in Wilson. He's like right at the same level, right? Just completely washed up. And then, but they had, they re-upping him for all that money without, without seeing him play a regular season game was unnecessary. That part of it, I don't think you could defend. <laughs> oh, right. You calling it the worst move in history? I mean, this, this is 
we'll withhold judgment on this one because the guy has a lot of ability. But boy, oh boy, what what the Browns did offering giving him that huge of a contract with everything that was surrounding that guy and everything that that might compete for worst move in history. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not saying he's going to be as bad. As no, this, I mean, the only, I, I think everything into consideration. I mean, it was about as low a thing as you could do to offer, to give him, to make him like this historic guaranteed contract. I strictly, strictly from a football sense. It's not. Okay. Even yeah, I mean, well, we because I think that yet. like, if you take the PR piece out of it, the, um, like if he were to, if he were to, like get suspended from the NFL for life or something, they would be out of the contract, right? And they could, and they they could move on from a football sense. I mean, yeah, I mean he's a better player and younger, right? Than than Wilson. Um, but I, I I agree with you that it's just it's a it's a it's a beyond a horrible look what they for the do. for the whole NFL to make that guy that rich with that well, the way when, when like, they did it with all that hanging over him. You can do, you can make the kid like awful, awful making the trade for him. I mean, this stuff has happened, right? Like where, where teams will, you know, the, the it's all about the W's, right? But doing, doing the first like ever fully guaranteed contract in, in yeah. NFL history is yep. uh, what was, 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 was too much. And then structuring yeah. it. How would you feel as a fan? I would find it hard if it was my team that did that. I would find it really, really hard. There's people out there that say, uh, say uh, I should feel bad about rooting for a guy who may be deflated footballs. So you guys oh, are in a different. Uh, you guys on, are in a, that's a, that is a totally different conversation. <laughs> I mean, it's not <laughs> even in, it's not even on the same. I problem. agree. I agree. See, but I'm not, not only that, you guys don't understand the desperation. I mean, you guys got six rings on the pillow. You know, the Browns. You know, teams like that that haven't won one. And, you know, when you haven't won the Super Bowl, you, you're desperate. You do anything. You, I mean, if OJ could still run the ball today, you, you'd sign him up <laughs> if, if you don't have a Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. And another, uh, our next game, we could probably just pick a winner here. Packers at Bears. Fields coming back. Rodgers playing. Bears at home. Bears. The Packers are awful. I'll just keep saying it and keep picking against them. John. Oh, no. One thing uh, Rodgers uh, gets up for is beating the Bears. Uh, he's not getting up for beating anybody, you know, in the playoffs or anything, but he really loves to beat him. He'll put it together and beat the Bears one last time. Okay, I'll say it looks like Fields is going to play, so I'll say Bears, and I'll qualify my pick by saying if, if Fields doesn't play, I'll say Packers. All right. Very good, guys. So we previewed just about all the games here, talked about all the big ones. It's really an interesting week. So I can't wait to connect with you guys next week. For our fans, please watch the games. Please reach out to us as needed. We're here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. A lot of other great content. So for Cowboy Senior and for the one and only John D'Amato, I'm the Cowboy, and I'm out. Enjoy the week. Let's ride.